check. It's much easier, so I don't have to be writing all my sources and, and notes. We are in chapter 13 in the book of Shmuel Bet. Uh, who can tell us where did we live last, week, last time, our last class, where did we leave it? We are in chapter 13 on page 278. At the end of the page, 278 to 179, we finished last uh, time with the, um, the parasha of, you remember? David and Bathsheba, that was our last year about. The sin of David and Melech, even for those that say that David did not sin, they see that his behavior wasn't proper, that he took a woman, Bathsheba, he sent her husband to the front to be killed, and then she is pregnant and they're having a child and that child dies, right? Uh, the words of the Navi Natan, the prophet Natan are still resonating in our ears. The consequences are gonna be tough if you want, you can check in the Perek what is the punishment that the Navi Natan is telling uh, David that is going to have. Uh, the sword of Page 275, we're on chapter 12, Pasuk. No, it's further back. Before that? 272. Um, Okay, what does it mean? The sword will never leave, the sword will never, will never leave your home uh, because you took the wife of Uriah to be your wife and it continues on Pasuk Yud Aleph. Uh, I, I shall raise evil against you from your own household. The bad is going to come from inside. I shall take your wives away before your eyes and give them to your fellow man who will lie with them in the sight of the sun. Though you have acted in secrecy, I shall perform this deed in the presence of all Israel and before the sun. So David uh, recognizes that that he sinned to Hashem, and Natan is telling David, okay, Hashem has accepted your teshuvah, you are not gonna die, but, however, because you have thoroughly blasphemed the enemies of Hashem in his, this matter, the son that has been born to you shall surely die, the son that Bathsheba had would die, and what we're going to start seeing today uh, from chapter Yud Gimel Vailach and Hala, is that David's life has changed dramatically. David is not gonna be the king that we knew. What characteristics we know about David? He was charismatic. He was charismatic. Was strong warrior. Strong warrior. He followed the way of Hashem. Followed the way of strong opinionated. He wasn't afraid to speak up for whatever he thought was right or was wrong. So we see that David Amelech is really has made a great mistake, a big mistake. The Navi is telling him, you're gonna be punished by Hashem. And what we're gonna see is how this affected 
the life of David with the consequences that Hashem is sending him, but also in the way he behaves, in the way he reacts to life. David is not the same person. Okay? So let's uh, go to chapter Yud Gimel. So after this, Avshalom, the son of David, had a beautiful sister, a pretty sister, named Tamar, and who loved her? Amnon ben David. So, okay, we see that Tamar is the sister of Avshalom, and Amnon loves her. Who is Avshalom? Who is Tamar? Who is Amnon? What is the relationship between them? So, wasn't Avshalom and Tamar full siblings, the the son and daughter of Macha? She was the queen that he took through Eshet Tamar. Oh, you, you, you have an amazing memory. <laughs> Go to chapter Gimel. No, no, and then, and then I'm known as the son of a different wife. Okay, so you're bringing a few opinions together. But let's see, first of all, on chapter Gimel, Pasu Gimel, at the beginning of our book, Small Bet, here, uh, from Pasukale, sorry, we... Pasuk Bet, sorry. David had page 213. Sons were born to David in Hebron. His firstborn, Bechoro, is Amnon. So we find here that Amnon is the first child of David, born to whom? To Achinoam of Israel. Okay? Amnon is the son of Achinoam Ha-Israelit. So the second is the, the son of Abigail. The third child is Avshalom ben Macha batalmai melech Ashur. Avshalom is the son of a princess, Macha, the daughter of Talmai, the king of Geshur, sorry, no Ashur. So we don't see here the name of uh, Tamar, but we are going to base ourselves on what our Chachamim uh, tell us in the Gemara on Masechet Sanedrin, they tell us that Tamar was actually the daughter of Eshet Yefat Toar. This woman, the mother of Absalom, that was the, uh, what was her name? Macha, uh, Macha. Bat Talmai, she was an Eshet Yefat Torah. What is an Eshet Yefat Torah? When David was fighting against Geshur, he saw her, and according to the Torah, if you remember in the Parashat Kitetzeh in the Barim, if a soldier falls in love with a woman, he is allowed, or more, I would say, he permitted. permitted or patur if he has one time thing with that girl, because the Torah understands the nature of the soldier. It is very difficult at that moment to create more boundaries. And uh, after that, if he wants to keep her or to stay with her, he has to follow certain rules and then marry her. So according to this opinion, the mother of uh, Tamar was Eshet Yefat Toar, that she was 
also the mother, and, and from that relation from David with her, Tamar was born, and later David married her, and Absalom was born. Why are the Chachamim telling us that? We're going to continue, and, and then I will explain to you why is that necessary, because if Tamar and Absalom and Amnon are siblings, there is a problem later, because everybody knows the story of Tamar and, and Amnon, Anything about remember. them? Right. You don't remember. Okay, so let's read. I don't want to ruin it for you. Okay. Vayetzer, Vayetzer leamnon lehit halot. Sorry, before I continue. So this is one opinion. There is another opinion that says that Tamar was the daughter of Maha, but of a different father. It wasn't David. Oh, when David okay. married Maha, Maha already had Tamar, and Tamar comes and joins the family. It's like a blended family. Oh, now it explains why it calls oh, 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 her oh, oh. Bat. Okay. Uh, no, it says oh. that she's the sister of Absalom. Okay. It doesn't call her Bat David. Okay, so here it says the sister of Absalom, right? And Vayave Amnon ben David. And Amnon is the son of David. Vayetzer le Amnon leitchalot, bavur Tamar achoto ki betulahi. Vaypale beaene Amnon laasot la meuma. Amnon last, last, you say? Yes, yes. Lashtev, to the point of illness for his sister Tamar. Here the, the pasuk of Shira uh, Shirim applies. I'm sick of love. He was so much in love with her that he was like sick. But how is Tamar mentioned here? It's his sister. His sister. So wait a moment. Is she the sister or not the sister? So according to the first opinion, they are half brother and sister. David is the father and they are just from different mothers. According to the second opinion, they are not brother and sister, but because she came to live in the house. You know, in blended families, everybody becomes siblings and the parents become parents, etc., etc. So he was in love for her, for she was a virgin, but it seemed impossible for Amnon to do anything to her. Now, let me ask you a question. If Amnon is in love with Tamar, and let's say she's not his sister, according to that opinion, what would be the solution for his love? He can marry her. Marry her. But it says here... He cannot, he could do anything to her. Let's see. Now, Amnon, so what we found now is that Amnon is sick for her, ill for her, and he had a friend named Yonadav, the son of David's brother, Shimea, which means what relationship exists between Yonadav and Amnon? Yonadav is like the cousin or the uncle of Yonadav, wait, the, the yeah, cousin. Yeah, the cousin. The son. Yonadav is a friend, but he's a cousin as well. And Yonadav was a very cunning man. According to Rabbi Amnon Bazak, he says, it's the only time in the Tanakh that we find this expression, Ish Chacham Meod. He was really, really smart. To the point that he comes and brings advice. He said to him, why are you so downtrodden Oh, son of the king, why are you so depressed? Morning after morning. Uh, so from here we understand that his, uh, his wisdom was in a, a, um, recognizing that something was going on. Like I, I would say he had some level of emotional intelligence. He was able to see that, that Amnon was going through a diff- difficult stage. That he, w- he would see that his eyes perhaps were black. He didn't have enough sleep. So he's asking, why are you like this? Will you not tell me? Tell me, please. So Amnon said to him, I love Tamar, my brother Absalom's sister. What is this 
uh, part of the sentence supporting what uh, Perush. She was the daughter from a different different father. father. Like it's only she's only half sister with Avshalom, but not with Amnon. So Yonadav said to him, "Lie on your bed and feign illness. Fake, make yourself like you are ill." He's telling uh, uh, Yonadav to Amnon. When your father comes to visit you, say to him, please, let my sister Tamar come and serve me some food. Let her prepare a light meal in my sight so that I may see and eat from her hand. So Yonadav tells me, make yourself like you are sick. And when your father comes to visit you, make this request. Please, dad, I want Tamar to come to prepare some food for me. So Yonadav, we see that his advice is composed of different difficult, different uh, 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 team, different details. First of all, he tells him, make yourself sick. Then don't initiate anything. Wait until your dad comes to check on you. You know, your dad, as your father, is worried for his son that is ill. You are his heir. The first to the throne was uh, Amnon. So you tell him, I want... Tamar to come and cook for me. Don't even tell Tamar come to cook for me. If you do it through your dad, Tamar is not going to be able to refuse. So she will have to come. Let her prepare a light meal in my side so that I may see and eat from her hand. It's like somebody says, I don't know, I cannot eat anything. Everything makes me nauseous. Perhaps if I see my sister preparing it, it will give me appetite. You know, sometimes somebody that is sick has this type of... uh, expectations or requests that are not always going with logic. Okay, I stop for a second. I want to go back to what we said. According to the opinion that she was Eshet Yefat Toar, still, according to the Torah, uh, she's not Jewish. You can, no, no, no. You cannot marry the daughter of your father. Like when you cannot marry your half daughter, your half sister. Uh, you mean your stepsister? Also? Yes, you cannot. If you share a father, no, that's a biological. That's one of their There's vote. One more perush that yes. we, I've, this one I remember. Abarvanel. Um, I believe so. That the fact that she was the product of that union, she was technically not Jewish, and that she needed to convert, which would mean that she's like Bat Avraham. She's not Bat da, like she's not technically Bat David. Like she's a new person. And that he's not, he's, she's not forbidden to have. Like, according to that opinion, that did not make her forbidden to, uh, really to Amnon, but Avarvanel does not accept that. He says, Always. come on, come thing. on. She's right. Why are we trying to justify it? No, no, that's not justifying. No, just, just, no. This is to understand what, sorry, I, I, I went too fast. This is to understand what's coming now. Because... Let's continue, okay? So he gives him this advice, call to your sister to make you food through your father. Vaishkav Amnon, so Amnon listens, he lays down and uh, lays down and fakes Vaithal, makes himself sick. The king comes to visit him. And Amnon tells the king, Let my sister Tamar come and prepare for me two dumplings in my sight so that I may eat from her hand. He goes beyond the advice of uh, Yonadav. Yonadav told him, tell her to come and prepare you a light meal. He already makes the meal like uh, two, like for two, right? 
a dumpling, something specific he wants. So I may eat from her hand. Perhaps if I eat from her, I will, I will be feeling better. So David takes it seriously, sent to Tamar at the house saying, go now to your brother Amnon's house and prepare a light meal for him. Again, David is calling Tamar the sister of Amnon. But why wouldn't he have servants for that? Why would, why would it be like a common thing to have your sister? Like they're the kings, they have servants and cooks. Uh, and because I cannot eat from the servants. Everything they prepare for me doesn't taste good. Perhaps, I don't know, I'm adding. Perhaps one day Tamar made that food and I really loved it. That will be good for me. Or I want only the the chorej that your mom makes. Or, you understand? When, yeah, when there's yeah. something specific that you want to eat. So Tamar went to, their, to her brother Amnon's house. Again, you see how many times is brother here. How, uh, you can count. The, the chapter is all emphasizing. We're speaking about siblings. Doesn't matter so much if it's half sibling. You live in the same house. There is a close, there is a relationship. Tamar went to her brother Amnon's house where he was laying down. She took some dough and kneaded it and prepared it in his sight. And she cooked the dumplings. Oh, I love why I'm in the English. Amnon is really playing it like a difficult, sick person. Like she's making all the effort. Then she takes the pan and put it before him. But he refuses to eat. No, no, I can't. I don't want to eat. Everybody, please leave me. Leave me. Go. Amnon then said, remove everyone from before me. And everyone went away from before him. Imagine he's a prince. There is people serving him. There, is, there are people waiting for him to see. Him. Please, everybody, leave. Uh, but what does it remind you? Tziu kol ish me'alai. Yosef, when he yes. wanted ever to reveal himself to his brothers. Yes, we will see later. Uh, Amnon, Rabbi Amnon Bazak makes a beautiful comparison. So Amnon then said to Tamar, bring the light meal into the room so that I may eat from your hand. Perhaps they were in the room adjacent to the bedroom where they sat to eat. Said, no, no, I'm going to go to bed. Bring it to my room and feed me. Okay. So Tamar so she did what she's requested. Everything sounds so innocent. She takes the dumpling and she brings to her brother Amnon to the room. So she comes closer to him to serve him. He grabbed her. Vayomerla and said to her, Boy, Shikhvi Miachoti, come lie with me, my sister. He's sick. My sister. Vatomerlo, Alachi, Alte Aneni, Kiloya se ken be Israel, Alta se etanevala hazot. She's saying three times, Al, Lo, you know when, when they say today to no means no? Three times she's saying no. No means no. Al achi, al taneni, lo yesechen b'Israel, al taaset anevalazot. Vani ana olichet cherpati, veatat yeke achad anevalim b'Israel, veatat aberna el melech kilo yemnaeni mimeka. So she brings first of all three arguments. First of all, she says, "Don't do that." Lo yesechen b'Israel. This is a nevala. 
this is not an, uh, uh, something that is accepted in Am Israel. This nevala is usually used for sexual uh, misconducts. Uh, what is the translation here? Such things are not done in Israel. Do not commit this despicable act. And the, so first thing, this is wrong, objective reason. Second reason that she brings, Bani, herpati. what's going to happen with me? If this is happening, where will I go with this shame? And then he says, and you, another reason, you know what you are doing to yourself? You are the heir to the throne. You will be the next king of Am Israel. You are becoming like, a, like one of the, the, the speakable men. So she continues and she says, you know what? Speak to the king. Speak to the king. He will not withhold me from you in marriage. Now, all what I wanted to explain is coming. Like she's, she's telling him, and if you want me, let's speak to the king. Let's get married. He will let you marry me. So the question was, how will they be able to, to be married if they're brother and sister, even half brother and sister, that's not a possibility if they share the same father. That's why Mefarshim try to, it's not justify the act, but bring logic to what she's offering to Amnon. So according to Abarbanel, she was Eshet Yafatoar, and even if it's, it, uh, she was born before they were, they were married, she's still the daughter of David Amelech. She's still forbidden to David Amelech. And the fact that she's saying uh, David will not uh, stop us from getting married is just out of Yehush. Like she, she doesn't know what argument to, be, to bring. Anyways, he's acting without any logic. Let's get married. And uh, nothing helps. Nothing helps. That's why Sameh Farshim will say also that they are from different fathers. And that's why she can offer that options. So it doesn't help. And he did not agree to listen to her voice. And he was, he overpowered her. And he raped her. And laid with her. And then what happened? And Amnon hated her, a, a big hatred, bigger the hatred that he hated her than the love that he loved her. Like his love, was, his love beforehand was really obsession. He really loved her. He couldn't sleep. He couldn't eat. The hatred that he felt now was stronger than that. By Yomer Amnon, kumilehi. Leave. She's telling me, this is worse than what you just did with me. Sending me now is even worse than you raping me. What is she saying? Um, I want to translate this uh, right. Do not do this greater evil than that which you have already done to me, to send me away. But he refused to listen to her. It's, uh, it's so difficult to read this psukim. And he calls his servant. Take this one. She doesn't even have a name now. She's not the sister. She's not Tamar. She's not his love. Take this one and send her out. And what more? 
lock the door. ועליה כטונת פסים, כי כן תלבשנה בנות המלך הבתולות, מעילים ביוצא אותה משרתו החוץ ונעל הדלת אחריה. This פסוק is reinforcing the idea that before this happened, she was a virgin. She was wearing the dress, the shirt that uh, virgins used to use, to wear, and now she's being taken out ותנעל הדלת אחריה, and closes the, the door, ותיקח תמר אפר על ראשה. זאת אומרת, takes ashes and puts on her head. וכטונת הפסים אשר עליה קרה, she tears the shirt or the fine woolen tunic that was on her. ותלך הלוך וזעקה. And she... left and crying out as she went. ויאמר אליה, ויאמר אליה, אבשלום אחיה. So אבשלום, her brother אבשלום said to her, האמינון אחיך היה עמך? Has your brother אמינון been with you? ואתה אחותי, אחרישי, אחיך הוא, אל תשיתי את ליבך לדבר הזה, ותשב תמר ושוממה בית אבשלום אחיה. So what is אבשלום's advice? Tamar, she tells her, don't put out the dirty clothing. Things that happen in the family, we all cover for each other. That's more or less the advice that Absalom is giving her. Shh, let's don't make a, a big deal out of it. Why? What does he say? Why? He says, Acharish, who is your brother? It's your brother. Don't, don't, let's not make a big deal. He's a was very angry. ולא דיבר אבשלום עם אמנון למרע והטוב, כי שנא אבשלום את אמנון. אבשלום, stop the communication with אמנון. didn't tell him hi, didn't tell him how are you, didn't say anything good, anything bad. Why? Because he hated him. על דבר אשר עינה את תמר אחותו. Because he hated, he had violated his sister תמר. Very interesting. You know where else in the Tanakh we find Velo Yachelu Dabero Shalom? Yosef, the brothers with Yosef. The brothers with Yosef, whenever Yosef was coming, looking for them, they say, Hine Bala Chalomot Ba, here is the, the dreamer, and they couldn't talk to him, they couldn't say nothing. Why? Because they were hating. The Tanakh, the Torah is teaching us. There is nothing worse than not communicating. That's the highest level of hatred. You can be upset with somebody, that's why we have the mitzvah tochecha. Then you talk, then you communicate. But cutting off and not communicating and not talking, this is the highest level of hatred. So, uh, look at, yes. 
I was gonna say it's interesting that he tells us to be quiet and like don't worry about it. Why? Why do you think he tells her to be quiet and not worry? Let's let's try to think. Why? Why is Absalom telling Tamar not to do anything about it? She's going to embarrass herself. That's what we could think because that what that was the the practice of. Many I think he victims. was holding in his rage. He was holding in his rage in a very calculated way. But why? Why? Because he wants to take revenge, and he wanted to do it in a way that is unexpected. He wants to use the surprise factor, so he wants everybody around them think that the th- the, the event was forgotten. How long will Avshalom wait until he acts? Two Next years. pasuk is telling us. For two years. Two years. After two years, it was the day when Avshalom was having the shearing of his sheep in the plain of Hatzor. Usually it was a celebration. They do the, the like the halak of the, of the sheep, right? They, they cut the wool, which is in Ephraim, and Avshalom invited all the king's sons. Avshalom came to the king and said, Behold, they are shearing for your servant. Let the king and his servants accompany your servant. The king said to Avshalom, Oh, I forget the Hebrew. I love the Hebrew better. What do you prefer? Hebrew. So I repeat. Very interesting. Avshalom is absolutely, uh, what is the word? Um, he's very creative, strategic. strategic. He's the, uh, I, I don't have the word now. He's calculated. Okay, he's calculated and uh, he knows that his father is not going to come. Now, very interesting question. Why does he know that his father will not come? I try to think. It's, a, it's not a, a, a... Apparently, apparently, this has been the state of mind of David since his sin. He's David not doesn't in a go, festive public He's not in a festive pu- public position. He's down. He doesn't participate. Also, nobody asked me here. I have a lot of questions. Oh. I'm holding my breath. Okay, though. good, good. You tell good, me good, when good. it's time. Good, 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 good. Let me just finish this. <laughs> Let me just finish this. Yes, I am waiting for questions. I'm waiting. I'm to waiting be to finish. I'm, to get I'm to like the... still like taking it you away. We're in the moment. So lucky, let's lucky I don't those, ruin it. lucky those that study the story for the first time. It's yeah, much more it's juicy, very... much more interesting. Like whenever we know what's happening, you lose from the taste of it. It's very sad, first of all. But um, um, Avshalom is calculated. He knows that his father will not come. It's like when you bargain and you know that you are, you, let's say you're in a business transaction. So you, you, you want, you know that you're going to, you want to get 2,000. So you tell him 5,000, 5,000. We're going to tell you, no, no way, 5,000, no way, no way, no way. After that, so you say at least 3,000 or at least 2,000. You know that 
The other party already lost part of his uh, uh, negotiation because he already got, uh, said no one time. He will not say no again. Here, David already said no. I'm I, I, sorry, I'm not going to go. Please come, please come. No, it's okay. We don't want to. It's kind of tired off. We don't want to be a burden on you. We don't want to come. It's okay. You go, enjoy your party. He says, okay, so at least Amnon should come. And David says, why do you want Amnon to go? What do you, what do you hear in this question? He's suspicious. A little bit. David is a little bit. I'm sure that from the moment it happened, David was expecting Some sort for of a reaction. Right. You know, I, I thought a lot about blended families. Like I, I've dealt with few situations. And sometimes you, you see how the siblings become very uh, close to each other. It, it creates like teams in the family, in the house. The, ch- the children of these parents against the children of these parents. Like, I'm going to protect you from this stepmother, from this stepfather. So Absalom, and for sure, is very protective of his sister Tamar. So ask now. Okay. So, ask. Okay. <laughs> my first question is, why did it take, why didn't David do anything? Yeah, in that's what I, that was my question. Because like Yaakov also didn't react. And his reaction, like, his sons ended up reacting. But, like, it was in a pretty fast succession of time. Okay, we're going to see soon a comparison between what happens in Yaakov's family and here. And then I also, the other thing, we don't have to talk about it yet, but there's, I, I the know The world that, was sophisticated. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the one thing that I know is, like, the obvious echo is with, like, Dina and Shrem and the brothers. But... I can't stop thinking about what you had referred to with that, with the Ketonet Pasim and Yosef um, and his brothers. Beautiful. So okay. we have to talk about so it, but I don't know what to say. First of all, first of all, <laughs> you have to remember one thing. The Navi, Nevi'im, is a human book. It's not a divine book. It has Nevoah, but it's a human book. And when the Navi writes and he uses some... Uh, language. language or associations from other events in the Torah or in the Tanakh, he has a megama, he it's has a purpose, intention. he has an intention, he wants us to realize, wow, this is like this, but, and then have our learning from comparing the, the two uh, sources, okay? So we're, we're going to see it soon. Now, you are asking why David did not react. He had two years. So, so it says he was angry, but then... Nothing. Okay, so, so tell me something. Imagine I am David and you are Amnon. I tell you. Come on, Amnon. Couldn't you repress your tava, your desire? You had to do that and go for a woman? He did the same thing. He, did, he was a hypocrite. What will go? What is going to be the answer of Amnon? You? But he ended with his sister. He's going to be like a hypocrite. Yours is worst. You sent her husband to be he killed. killed someone, and the result. You want to give me Musar? They they said that about Kufata Shoftim, the period of the judges. That at one point the judges were not leaders anymore because for anything they would want to criticize the people, they would always be able to answer, look at yourself. Like if uh, the, the, the sentence that Chachamim use, if you would tell somebody, tol keisam mi ben shinecha, take out that uh, little thing that you have in your, between your teeth, the answer would be, and you tell 
tol korami benecha. Take the big wood from in between your, your face or your eyes. I don't remember the expression. But here, David realizes that he has lost the, the right, the right to be a, a, a model or to be the, you know, the, the authority, the authority, the parameter for, for, for morality, for ethics, for what will I say after what I did? Yeah, but he married her. Like, I mean, oh, yes. Oh, excellent. He that's didn't just huge, cast her aside. That's a huge, huge, huge thing that is a difference. David Amelech, with all the terrible sin that he did, something great we can see about him is that he took responsibility. Because if you go back, it says there, by Yasfa el Beton, he, he took her to him. If I don't have the source with me now. I have to check where. But if you check in the Torah, if when the Torah speaks about rape, do you know what is the punishment? Or what is that the rapist has to do? He has to marry her. He has to pay to the father of the girl, Mohar Betulot, the value that she had as a single girl. And he has to marry her. Today, it would be horrible for us to think about that. But in those times, a girl that was raped did not have any possibility to be married. Nobody would marry her. Her value was gone. That's it. Even someone so, like Tamar, who's a princess? Even someone like Tamar, who is a princess. These things were very, very, very strong established in society. So David, as opposed to, to uh, Amnon, takes responsibility, acts with compassion, cares for her, brings her to his house. Amnon doesn't. Amnon shows absolute no remorse, no responsibility, no compassion. Uh, the Rav Solovetchik says, because in, in our rabbis bring this as an example, what is this love? Oh, we have so many subjects that we could stay yes. for hours in this shiur. What was the problem here? It was love. Here is not love. It was all lust. It wasn't uh, emotional. It was only the desire to be with her. And perhaps he wouldn't marry her because she comes from another nation. She's not to my to my stature. It's not for me to marry her. But I desire her and I want to have her. And once I have her, he looks at her and she seems to him ugly, because. Rabbi Soloveitchik says that the sin has an element of masochism to make you hate yourself. You hate yourself for what you did, and then you transfer that hatred to the object of your sin. And that's how he hated her. He didn't want to see her. He didn't care for her. He didn't listen. He didn't see. Take her away and lock the door. That was the, 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 the way that Amnon behaved. Now, something tragic. Look at David, how David must feel. He is the one that sent Tamar to Amnon. And it's like Yaakov when he sends Yosef to his brothers, not realizing that there was like this hostility between them. He 
David was blind to the to the lust. Okay. Avshalom was probably onto it because he, as soon as immediately he guessed, he, 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 he guessed. picked up on what it. What happened? Well, it it's something with Amnon. He knew Amnon's base character. Like he knew what kind of person. Perhaps he knew the character. Perhaps he knew how Amnon was looking at his sister all the time. Perhaps he saw her leaving the room of Amnon with their clothes tear or maybe David was just less connected with his kids and he was too immersed with himself or his regal matters and the and the princes were more in into each other's noses and affairs yeah but it doesn't seem that that's the situation I still here. think David had an opportunity to make this a teaching moment for Amnon and he didn't and, and it says here that he was embarrassed so you he don't was, want him punished he could have he could have had him marry her he could have made something dignified out of the situation. He did, he did something wrong, right? Could have stopped. Okay, I did wrong. But I'm not going to pass this wrong. It's a shame. It's bad. It's whatever. But to keep on passing the same one to the other, and it's not going to give him satisfaction. I see more wrong and more wrong and more wrong. Yeah, he's not okay, passing it. He's just not feeling that he can be the he, one to stop feeling. others. He lost, he lost his self-esteem exactly. as a father, as a yeah. king. As everything. Like That's why the sin, sometimes we think, oh, Hashem is going to punish me. I say, sometimes the punishment comes from within by the way we feel about what we do. Sometimes that's even worse than what can happen from Hashem. You don't think, though, the fact that two years pass and Avshalom sees his father does nothing, and that could have even propelled what happens next. And maybe it could have been avoided had David intervened sooner. David should have made him marry her. I don't know why he did that. Yeah. Perhaps he wasn't allowed to marry her. Perhaps she was the daughter of, of, of David. We don't know exactly the situation of her. Even Yaakov chastises Reuven when he goes and, and moves the beds. He's, he says something. All we see here is Vayichar Ma'od. He got angry. Yaakov didn't do anything with Dina as well. He didn't. That's true. Okay. And, and we, we criticize him for that also. It's weird. It seems that, that the, 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 the curse of action really demanded a lot of courage and strength and authority and David is not there anymore. It's very difficult to, to, to judge that. Yeah, that's true. How can we judge the, the emotional state of David and Melech? But it, so, it shows us how David's um, behavior has changed 180 degrees. Let's see what happens next. So uh, at the end, Avshalom is telling him to send uh, uh, Amnon and Avshalom really insists So he sends with him Amnon and all the children of the king. So Avshalom commands his boys Pay attention. Everybody's drinking, right? It's a, it's a fest. It's a celebration. When you see that Amnon is uh, drunk, so Avshalom is giving an order. Whenever you see that Amnon is uh, half drunk, kill him. And don't be afraid because it's my order. I'm the prince and I ordered you. Why doesn't he do it himself? Usually the kings and princes don't make their hands dirty. They, sell, they send others. Uh, uh, what did David do with Uriah? Yeah, but he, sent, he sent others. It right. kind of no, reminds him. Because he hates him so much. Like he would want to be the one that kills him. No, it doesn't matter. 
ויעשו נערי אבשלום לאמנון כאשר ציווה אבשלום ויקומו כל בני המלך וירכיבו אש על פרדו וינוסו. So whenever the servants of Abshalom do this to Amnon, according to the orders of Abshalom, all the children of the king take their, their mules and they run away. ויהי המה בדרך והשמועה באל דוד and they are on the way home. And the rumors come to David, Lemor, killed all the princes, all the children of the king. even one was not left. The king gets up and he tears his clothing, and he sits on the floor, all his servants with him, tearing their clothing. The smart guy, Ben Shima, David, ויאמר, אל יאמר אדוני את כל הנערים בני המלך המיתו, כי אמנון לבדו מת. כי על פי אבשלום הייתה סומה מיום ענותו את אמר אחותו. Here you get the answer. This יונדב says, don't tell the king that all the kids, all, all the, that they killed all the young men, the king's sons, for אמנון אלון is dead, for אבשלום had issued that order. Since the day Amnon violated his sister Tamar, which means Absalom had this premeditated idea to kill Amnon. He just was patient and he looked for a sophisticated strategy to do that. And now let my lord the king not take the matter to his heart saying, all the king's sons have died for only Amnon is dead. Sometimes it's possible that they brought this rumor to the king on purpose to, to if you make somebody think Uh, God forbid, uh, you are going to, this and this and this and this is ha- going to happen to you, and then you say, no, 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 no not all of this, only, only the one, then the Besorah, the, the news are easier on you, so that seems to be the way they told the king. Now, I, I go to what I said before. If you go to the chapter of David and Bathsheba, you will see the verb lishloach, shaloach, to, to send, repeating itself over and over again. And he sent to check if Tamar, uh, uh, who was Bathsheba. And he sent to bring Uriah right, right, to his right, house. Right, right. And he sent Uriah with the letter to Sarat to do this and this. And he sent and he sent and he sent. Giving us the feeling how powerful the king was. You just sent to do things and things are done for you. And that's one of the biggest risks of a king, the power and the abuse of power. Here, it's kind of Hashem telling David, do you think that you control even when you send? Here, you yourself are going to send one of the, your daughters, if she's your daughter, to her brother to be raped, and you are going to send your own son to be killed. You are going to be doing this to teach him how a king shouldn't abuse the power that Hashem gives him. And that's very, very uh, sad and tragic. Uh, again, David is different uh, in the way that he reacted. Uh, I don't have the time, but Be'ezrat Hashem, next week before we continue, I want to show you how beautifully uh, Rabbi Amnon shows us the comparison between Yosef and his brothers and, and this episode and uh, Shechem, Hamor and Shechem with the rape of Dinah in this episode. Even then, when they raped Dinah, At least he wanted to marry he her. He loved her afterward. That After was the big that, difference between this and that. He wanted to marry her. So to show us even the, the worst of the people act better, acted better than Amnon, to show how terribly 
I'm non-active. I remember when they, I think I remember that, when they say um, when a soldier takes a woman and is with her, he has to marry her, but it says if you hate her, then you can send her, like, there is such a thing that after you sleep with someone that you hate them. Like, even... Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that is based also on... It's less than not love. Not in love. Right. What is love? What is love? Like, I love fish, that's why I eat fish. No, I love myself. Right. This is a very good chapter for, <laughs> to analyze what is real love. How much I'm not cared for Tamar. How much did he care for her? Zero. Zero, absolutely zero. Okay? I just don't want to continue because they have a class here and I prefer not to be stepping on there. That was all God that's the part yes that's the beginning that's is there any, was made Hashem is there any sort of like to, oh yeah 